As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, everybody working up. Everybody's working. With that time, yours. Guys, listen. I know what we were all sharing the same temptation right now. I get it. We all want to talk about Le'Veon Bell, but what happened last week? What did we say we weren't going to do again? We said we weren't going to ignore the upcoming game, but talk about some other thing because that's why the Chiefs lost to the Raiders. We didn't talk stick, about it. Stick, them to, the, st- we stick can to the start- play sheet, Josh. Stick to it. We've got our first 15 scripted. We've got our first 15 scripted. I got 15 questions and their name... Uh, Name a Buffalo Bills linebacker. Go. No, I just, we've got to get through. We've got to make sure we at least save enough time to properly respect the Buffalo Bills today. That's my big concern. It is It is a game week. You got to prepare. Uh, the, the tape doesn't stop. The eye in the sky does not lie. Um, yeah, that's all the cliches I can give right now. That's Nate Taylor. Seth Kaiser, do you have a cliche? Um, you know what? We just got to take it one day at a time and give it a hundred percent every time, every single day. And every day that we step onto this field, every single time we give it 110% and we got to be committed and, every- and understand Yeah, every, every single day, Nate, every single day, each and e- each and every day, each and every day, each and every day, we got to do the same thing and we got to just give it 110% and understand that the bills are a great team. They're a great team that got molly by the Titans. Holy smokes. Oh, I'm sorry. The beleaguered Titans. Those poor Titans. The super extra rested Titans. That might have been yeah. an advantage. Those those poor Titans. Well, no, I, I watched Taylor Lewan. He's like, oh, man, they put us through adversity. Those adversity-ridden, persecuted <laughs> Titans. Right. Those non-self-inflicted wounds. <laughs> took, took on the world. Those, those poor, basically, and up oh, here we go. The Titans were basically the Israelites. In oppression in the land of Egypt, and the hand of God intervened righteously on their behalf against the Buffalo Bills. That's so early to blow that in this show. Despite a plague (laughs) upon (laughs) me in the land. Oh, he stuck the landing. But so let me just say this. I'll get this out of the way to help us all. The Bills are a good team. Josh Allen's a really good quarterback. They've got an excellent offense. Diggs scares the crap out of me. Singletary's an excellent Mm -hmm. running back. Their defense has been a disappointment this year, but does have some of the pieces to give the Chiefs trouble. And they're going to lose by 150 points to the Bills. There, I've done it all, right? No, the Bills are going to lose. No, the Bills are going to win. The Bills are going to win by 150. Oh, okay. Yes, then we're good. The unpredictability of Josh Allen once he leaves the pocket, kids. That's the whole game. That's what the whole game comes down to. What will this dude do when he's out of the pocket with the football in his hands? Because, y'all, I don't have a single clue what this man's going to do down to down with the ball in his hands outside of a pocket. Just, it's 4 o'clock. It's going to be the strangest thing that we've all seen and Josh Allen has a win or a loss literally in his hands. Usually I would say that was reserved for Patrick Mahomes. No, it, it's mostly in Josh Allen's hands. What he does with the football is going to be absurdly, hilariously fun to watch. Mm. Do you mm-hmm. think both teams could just mutually agree to not have a pocket in this game? Like, I think that might work. 
707, let's just kick it off, baby. Man, the but, NFL yeah. does not want seven on seven Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Because those two, I mean, who would even Russ Wilson, that's it. Oh no, Rogers this year. Rogers a fiery breathing dragon. Let's let's you know, that's fine. But seven on seven, those guys, they would be unstoppable. Now I kind of want this. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I see <laughs> I do too. Like I'm afraid of Stefan Diggs also, but let's just make it let's just make him a full on superhero. Just say there's no pass rush. Go ahead. Or you can't or or, or maybe we do like uh three Mississippi. I think three Mississippi rules would probably would probably be good. <laughs> I do like three Mississippi rules. I'm sorry, I just got distracted by by some dog barking in the distance. Apparently, God, I hate this dog. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that might have been loud enough for my neighbors to hear it. So if so, that actually might work. Cause can I tell you guys a quick story, really quick? I know this is really this is really a bad use of our time, but I haven't gotten to tell anyone about this yet. So. There's this dog that lives next. Thank you for your permission. There's this dog that lives yep. next door to me. They granted permission. Granted. <laughs> Thank you. There's this dog that lives next door that um just barks all. The- if it's outside, it's barking. Just period. Like, and sometimes that's like 1 a.m., which isn't great because like that's like a bedroom window. It's also sharing like my office window, and so that dog is. I could literally like open my blinds and be. 10 feet away from it, separated by just like this one pane of glass. And really it's separated by me from me by one pane of glass, because that's the rage I feel at this point. Hmm. I literally have found devices on Amazon and I have one right now that I found for a pretty good price. But if someone wants to use like a little time czars, uh, you know, slide into my DMS with a good suggestion here. It is like a device that makes an annoying, like dog whistle sound whenever a dog barks. But I'm thinking I could just put it up on my side of like the fence and so whenever that dog barks, it would set it off. And maybe I can train my neighbor's dog. Hey. Is that insane? Or is that smart? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let Let's me just talk of, Let me save you a little time there. Yes. Yes, to both. that's good. Those, that's that fair. Is... That's fair. Let's talk about Le'Veon Bell. We did it. We did a Bills thing. We did a nonsense. We can now do a Bell. We I think fully we, I think expect, we've covered it. We, we've covered it. Hold on. Hold on. Let's let's really make sure we've got this. We yeah, we, go we all agree the Bills are going to just mollywop the Chiefs, yeah? It's yeah. I, I, what's incredibly... the line on this right now? Do you know the line on this yet, Nate? I Is don't know. Okay. No, I was muting because, you know, I'm a loud typer. Um, and I got to get these <laughs> tweets off. Um, <laughs> no, like... I, I I don't think that I think the line will be he I mean I don't okay now now we're kind of segueing but like I don't think Le'Veon Bell is gonna play but hell who knows he may he I he think he's play. out I think I think I think with that new rule the five I think the new five day rule will keep him out you, yeah season. it's it, it's a little complicated and convoluted but whatever like um I would what put the Chiefs at what minus five minus six like eh, eh. I got here Chiefs minus four and a half. Pound of the bills. Moneyline plus 185. Put the mortgage on it. In fact, I'm not even buying this dog barking device. I'm putting all that money on the bills plus 185 on the money line. And, and on the over 57 and a half. 57 and a half. Woof a doof. I'm taking the over on 57 and a half. Because I think the bills might score that on their own. Now, one argument could be that, you know, the bills we're looking ahead to the chiefs and they showed up in Tennessee mm-hmm. and was like, Oh, we got to play a game today. I didn't know. That. Did you, <laughs> do you know Derek Henry was going to run the ball? <laughs> what? Oh, okay. I, I mean, cool. So like, there's an argument that like, Hey, maybe the, you know, maybe the bills was just looking ahead, you know, cause human beings look ahead. Um, at the same time, you could also make the, uh, the assessment that, um, no matter the week, long or short, playing the Chiefs when they have lost and are still mostly relatively healthy, mm-hmm. and they just got a little bit of juice in that locker room. Good luck, dog. <laughs> Good luck. The over-under for that game is 57 and a half. This same week, the same upcoming weekend of football, we're also getting... Washington football team versus New York Giants. That over under is 43. Those two teams play different sports. Or those four teams, I suppose. <laughs> you are going to watch basically Aussie rules football and then NFL football. Like those are fundamentally different sports being played in those two games. Okay, I feel like we've at least given eight minutes of Bill's preview, right? 
is are we good? Let's we move forward. Do... All right, let's talk about Le'Veon Bell. All right, we ate our vegetables, and I think we've at least, at the very least, if the Chiefs lose to the Bills, it won't be directly our fault. Here's the news of the night. The Kansas City Chiefs have signed running back Le'Veon Bell. It was ultimately, reportedly, uh, from, I think someone from The Athletic was covering ah. It was down to the Chiefs <laughs> and the Dolphins, and uh, ultimately, the Chiefs won out. Nate, I'll take anything you got on this story for as long as you'd like to talk about it. All right. Um... Let's begin, shall we? Everybody knows that Le'Veon Bell and Chris Jones are tight. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this is a coincidence, because it ain't. All right, so moving forward. (laughs) Wait, whoa, whoa. Let's not just blow right by that. Nate, I mean, I just want to... Oh, man, I'm being that that thing, that which I hate. But I'm going to do it anyway. Man, so so are you saying, like, the Chiefs have, like, a high enough opinion of Chris Jones that if if he's tight with a guy Mm. and vouches for him, like, they might, they might you know, view him in, in a really high manner like that to where that might matter. I, is that what you're I, saying? I, all I'm saying, Seth, is that somebody <laughs> told Chris Jones that a move was imminently about to happen <laughs> earlier this week. <laughs> that transaction occurred <laughs> of which somebody told Chris Jones it was coming. And <laughs> then that person Relayed that information to somebody who's not Chris Jones, who was affiliated with the Kansas City Chiefs. And then they had a conversation. And that conversation went about as smooth as you would expect, given all the things you just mentioned, Mr. Kaiser. And so there is a streamline of communication in Arrowhead Stadium or in the Chiefs practice facility or on these dudes' cell phones. Okay, so I just want to make it clear the Chiefs were aware of this. Before the transaction ever occurred, the Jets released Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell threw some prayer hands on Twitter, and it was mm-hmm. off to the races, okay? Uh, it was at this point, and I've said this before, um, and we're recording this, you know, roughly an hour and a half after the after the signing became, you know, more or less official. It became Facebook official. Yeah, God, hey. Hey Twitter, can you could you not do that again or do it for longer? Either one is fine. <laughs> not right then. I, I mean, Twitter. I know it's twenty twenty. You know, we're 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 three weeks away, uh, Twitter, from the election. Might want to might want to just lock it in, lock it down. Yeah, okay, make yeah, sure. Just, make sure we own this. Time for a server upgrade. Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, get the auto account and and just just keep keep that keep that thing keep that account moving. Verify nice me motion. and then just don't change anything else for like three weeks. Yeah. So mostly there was a chance for the Chiefs to make a decision that I thought was um pretty fascinating from their aspect. They were immediately the front runners once he was released. It became clear that Le'Veon Bell needed to drum up more than just one team's interest. That is what's been occurring for essentially the last two days. He was effective in that as best he could be, given his representation and his standing within the league, despite the fact that, yes, the Jets are awful at football and an awful organization and have no idea what they're doing with their head coach, general manager, and these other very important things. All of this is to say, as long as the Chiefs were able to convince Le'Veon in a concise manner, Everything was going to go the way that it went. So he's 28 years old. He's at a point in his career where he wants to be a winner. Um, He's already been a superstar. He's already been a guy that has gotten paid. This is why the Chiefs, again, continue to win. Some other team paid this dude, and you got his services a year and like seven games later. it's, it's, It's wild, but I get the sense that the Chiefs were the front runners. The Dolphins made, I think, a pretty heady play to try to get him uh, to play for them in their services. It was a situation where you can clearly see that the Dolphins are on the rise. It's going to take a little longer than it is for the Chiefs, and the Dolphins could give him more money and could give him more snaps. Um, but from a football, just common sense standpoint, it was best for Le'Veon to join up with the Chiefs to be next to, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Andy Reid, <laughs> um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 
Uh, Eric B and me, would you like me to continue? <laughs> Tyreek Hill. <laughs> this is uh, like, we'll, like we'll it was have just... a larger, we'll have a larger running back conversations of at some point for sure. But like the, uh, and, but not like to the point that people on Twitter get mad at us. It's going to be fine guys. The, 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 the funniest thing, just you listing off those names, Nate, what that reminds me of in the most like blinding possible sense, obviously I, like I'll, I'll say confidently that a running back situation is enormously important on their production and, and vice versa, like, and, and not vice versa. Right. That's sort of a, a pillar of where I come from on the running backs in general. Mm-hmm. Um, while he was, he was incredible in Pittsburgh and then James Conner was really, really good whenever Bell held out and all that. Um, going from the Jets to the Chiefs offenses, even with all the issues on the Chiefs offensive line that we're very, very aware of, speaking of teams playing different sports, because I can give you Sam Darnold slash Joe Flacco, Adam Gase, and then I don't know confidently that I remember any of the Jets' actual weapons it, on it's, offense. It's, it's, it's like oh! Jamison Crowder and, and, and He's again, probably still Bra- there, sure. And Braxton Berrios, because again, Braxton Berrios. I covered him in high school. That's right. I just I I think that the um the chances of him uh looking like 5 years younger once immediately shifting from green to red I think is going to happen immediately. It it, it there's a real possibility of this. Um so I want to take you through the as much inside as I can. I I don't know. I might I might be breaking some codes, some ethical laws. Who the Uh-oh. hell cares? Okay, Uh-oh. here we go. Let's let's buckle up. All right, Seth, Seth, put on your lawyer hat real quick. Put it on top of your chief's hat. Uh, Nate, Nate, Nate. If uh, if you yes. just hang on for one second, uh, <laughs> you're on a permission to sidebar with my client. Sure. Uh, yeah. Granted, am I the judge? You're you're the judge. Thank 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 you, judge. Um, Nate, we didn't talk about this before the hearing. I thought that we had a conversation about doing this sort of thing. I know, but I think to win the jury. Overwhelmingly? Why don't you just let me do my job? Did you Wait, we got, we gotta do, I gotta do this. I swear to God, I'll kill you after this hearing. <laughs> now that is client control. You, y'all want to know something? You want to know the honest to God truth? There is not a lawyer who is worth a crap who's been practicing for longer than, let's say, five years, in case you didn't do a lot of litigation earlier, who has not said something almost exactly like that to a client. Like, I swear to God, I will hunt you down and kill you if you talk to the judge right now. You're going to put yourself in prison, and you're never going to see your kids again if you don't shut up. <laughs> that, I, I'm so serious. I once made a judge guffaw on the bench because, like, literally guffaw because my client started to talk, and I went, <laughs> and I like barked at him, and I was like, I was like "Shut up! I will talk." To That's you actually the sound that these this device I'm looking for to make dogs be quiet. That's the sound it makes. It's actually, it's actually well, yeah. you. Been... It's just you going. <laughs> That's the whole reason I did that bit because I wanted you guys to see how serious I would get. I swear to God, shut up! <laughs> and you just—it's so funny. And then what happens next? If you've got a really, really difficult client, they won't, right? No, no, right. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell. Then you turn. Your Honor, I just wanted to make the court aware that uh, against my my advice, my client would like to give a statement of some sort to the court that I'm not sure what he's going to say, and I have advised him to not speak. All right, go go ahead. <laughs> your, your honor, your honor, just 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 to be clear, okay? None of I this know is I, my fault. <laughs> I know I can be held in contempt, and I understand that. But for the people of podcast world and Twitter land, yes, can I can I show my hand? Please, can I, yes, just please, yes. Show my hand. So it was as of this morning, Thursday morning, because it was told to me on Wednesday afternoon. Don't don't whatever you hear today, just get it out your head. It ain't it ain't real. <gasps> like there's going to be four or five teams. Whatever you hear on Wednesday, don't trust it. To which I said, fine. I, I trust this person. I cross-referenced it with a couple other people in the league, and they said, Hey, look, it's legitimately four teams. Okay. And we know who the three teams were. And I don't want to make the four team available because it really hasn't come out. And so that that's fine. Um, so there was four teams is where we start on like late Wednesday night. As so, and Thursday, the, obviously, obviously the three teams, Nate, were the Chiefs, Dolphins, yeah. and Brown and and, and, and Broncos. Everyone knows that, right? right the Broncos? <laughs> <laughs> it was um, it was the they, they, Chiefs. They may be the they may they may be a team led by Matt Nagy. Anyway, um <laughs> oh, no, Nate, stop. <laughs> 
Danielle has to bleep that. Danielle has to bleep that. That one's got to get bleeped. I don't want you to get in trouble. Danielle, I'm sorry that it's, they gave you it, more work. It's fine. Danielle, let it go. It's fine. Really? He's already signed a contract. What are we doing here? Anyway, so I'm going to name drop a person that you don't think I'm going to name drop, but like he's he is a good friend of ours. He knows how this works. He is kind of showing people on Twitter, and I'm just using this platform to tell you that my friend is smart. That I am confirming what he has already said on Twitter. You can look this up on the timeline after I say it. But in essence, um, Thursday morning, you wake up and you're like, this is the real day. Because, you know, it doesn't take long for you to understand where your standing is in the league. And if you want to, like, I don't know, make a lot of money or play for a team where you live, i.e. Miami. Or if you want to play for the defending Super Bowl champions, it, it shouldn't take long. So Thursday morning, um, I reach out to people in the league and I just say, hey... Uh, tell me how the Chiefs aren't the front runners in this situation. No one to a man could tell me the opposite. Mm. So therefore, I talked to another individual. And it is in our story on The Athletic where it's basically someone told me very early in the morning, it's Miami or it's Kansas City. And it's like, okay, this all makes logical sense. Uh, Le'Veon Bell lives in Miami. The Dolphins are a team that could easily give him their starting spot within a snap of a finger. And you kind of move forward. Now, the Chiefs, as we all know, were interested in Le'Veon Bell last offseason during the free agency period of 2019. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell signed for the most money he could possibly get. Which, sir, is a wise decision by you, Mm -hmm. considering you kind of left money on the table because you didn't want to play on a franchise tag. Right. Mm -hmm. Completely understand it. We've all been through it before. We've treaded that ground. So, the Chiefs told him, hey, if something ever happens in the future... Just, just, just think about us, baby. Just, just, hey, all I'm saying is, <laughs> if your you. man, if your man don't treat you right, just <laughs> let you know I'm right here. What is that? Now, that my girlfriend song by InSync back in the day. <laughs> you remember much. that girl? You could yeah. be my girlfriend. That the remix with Nelly wasn't terrible. Didn't hate it. <laughs> Didn't hate it. Now, then again, I'm a very, very, very white dude, so that probably <laughs> explains that. Probably explains that. Anyway, go on. So it is at this point. <laughs> this is so funny. It is at this point, and I'm scrolling, 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 that I text a man named BJ Kissel, who is no My longer. My guy, BJ, the legend. Yes. Sorry, I I'm very text... excited about this. I text BJ Kissel this morning, former reporter employee of the Kansas City Chiefs, doing his own thing with Let It Fly Media. You should really check him out. Smart dude. Love him to death. Yep. Um, glad he gets to spend more time with his kids. Absolutely. So, <laughs> I tell him, uh, hey, dog, just, this is like real, like just straight up off the text. Hey, man, just want to share that I'll be shocked if the Chiefs don't get Le'Veon Bell. He says, thanks, man. <laughs> And so, a couple hours later, EJ <laughs> Kissel does some of his own little, like, you know, I won't say an investigator, but like, hey, yeah. it, you know, it is what it is at this point. <laughs> to where he says, the only reason why you would do any of this stuff, which is true in terms of, hey, I'm hearing, you know, Dolphins are making a push. Dolphins are making a run. Now, legitimately, the Dolphins were interested. My guy, Josh Tolentino. Had locked that up. We obviously worked on a story together. We're told you, you know, in fairness, because, again, Le'Veon Bell is a human being. He can change his, you know, mind at any time. We don't know the decision at this point as to when we were reporting it in midpoint of Thursday. But we said, hey, Chiefs, Dolphins, here are the two teams. Here's why the Bills are stupid. Get out. Um, So, (laughs) basically, Le'Veon, they're going to make the playoffs. Shout out to the Bills. They are a good team. Um, But... Le'Veon Bell is out here ring chasing, or he wants to play in Miami. You you decide the difference between those two things in Buffalo. All I'm saying is, is BJ sort of gave gave the impression on Twitter that says, hey, you wouldn't do this unless you were trying to generate enough interest so that a narrative could be put in place Mm -hmm. where you could say, hey, there was actual more dollars on the table. And that is an actual fact, kids. Le'Veon Bell turned down more money from a team who had more cap space and was willing to give him the rehabilitation program that he could have gotten in the shun- in the sunny state of Florida. That is a fact. And he declined that to join the Chiefs, a superpower mm-hmm. 
who just got, I don't know, uh, Josh, can you remind us what happens in the in the old uh, movie when you get one of these things? Oh, they've added another Infinity Stone, and someone's about yeah. to eat it. Yeah! <laughs> yes, sir! Okay, so I didn't have to say this. I didn't even have to write it. My guy, BJ Kissel, took my information, got some of his own information, and told you in plain sight in the middle of an afternoon that the game plan had been set. And the Chiefs this entire time, I don't know, based on their production company, their Twitter account... Their ability mm-hmm. to turn a contract around like there's no days tomorrow. Le'Veon Bell is already past his physical. He's already signed his contract. Y'all, it's 7.30 on a Thursday. Like, the <laughs> Chiefs woke up today knowing 90% that they were going to sign Le'Veon Bell. So that's that's kind of the, the insider, as it was happening, sort of picture that I can present. Le'Veon Bell and his agency did what they needed to do. The Chiefs played it safe, played it coy. Um, Andy Reid today said, "Oh, I just let I just let I just let Brett handle that." So did Brett had already Mahomes, handled it. Who drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire? If you ask <laughs> Brett Veach, that was the how dumb do you think we are, Patrick? <laughs> Brett Veach was like, "Yeah, I texted Mahomes at pick 30. He was like, "Who do you like?" And he was like, "Who do you Clyde like? Or yeah. your, give give me Clyde or your head and resignation letter." He's like, "Yeah, cool, do Clyde." And then today, uh, Patrick Mahomes gets to the podium and was like, "Who about Le'Veon Bell?" I was like, "I've never even heard of him." Who is he? Yeah. Is he, is he, does he play football? Like, is he, is he, is he all right? I like it. Oh, I who, like it a lot. Who, who, do, who does he play for? Is he, a, oh yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers running back? Yes. What's going on? <laughs> if you don't think, if you don't think Brett Veach doesn't look on Twitter.com and see all the things you say after a <laughs> splash of a splash move, <laughs> then you, sir, um, are not living in this world. Okay. <laughs> you, ma'am. You, ma'am. May one day want to be Katie and be in the exact moment, in the exact location to tell everybody in the world that, hey, uh, they're, they're signing Patrick Mahomes to the grandest deal of all time. Um, <laughs> shout out to Katie Camlin. Uh, I, was gonna, love- I was just going to wait for a pause and say if you're typing for a Twitter account, her last name is Camlin. Yeah, it's I, no, 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 no. I, I, you I'm were t- up in the air. You were in midair. I wasn't yeah, sure. Of course. And like sometimes the great ones know where they're going, even as they're up in the air. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to Katie Camlin. Uh, we have we have chatted a little bit. Um, obviously, we know her story from this past year. Uh, you know, she was even telling people today, hey, y'all, look, like, give Katie a break, okay? This stuff is hard. Like, she got a <laughs> full-time job. She got, like, I don't know, friends, perhaps a significant other. I mean, like, you know, Katie... Got the story of the year. Every can, scoop. Yeah. Can, yeah. Can you just like give like, I'm just Katie. I hope you hear this. Shout out to you. Love you, girl. But like, we got you. Okay. Like me and some of the horse on IR right now. This well, job is hard. Yeah, we, that is true. And which made my job slightly easier. Um, I will also <laughs> acknowledge that. Oh, uh, but Katie, Hey, if we got to bring you off the IR or if we got to bring off the miss, cause you know, Ian's on IR for, um, <laughs> I don't know what he was on for, but I mean, Hey, like, <laughs> We we understand, and I just want to say that um, I love Katie Kimlin. Somebody somebody clump that out and send it to her, and know that for all the ladies and the gentlemen of this fan base, uh, including Katie, they all know they all kind of. I mean, the 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 writing was on the wall as of like late last night, early this morning, and so I just want to share with people. It was it was never really a race. It was just a matter of when. And the Chiefs have I don't know. I, the, the Chiefs have a the Chiefs have a play. They they have a hand. They have a style. Uh, they went through their media availability. They went through their practice, and then they signed the person that they were going to sign today. So like it is what it is. Man, is that too much? Awesome. Is that too much, Your Honor? No, no, uh, no, no. That you're, the jury is the jury is unanimously agreeing that now you're the judge. That's what happened. That's that's how that works. Let me tell you, it's like here's my gavel. <laughs> you can just have it. Um, Here, I take off. Uh, they wear they wear those comic those like comedic uh, comedically excellent wigs still, right? The big white powdered <laughs> wigs. <laughs> I put one on for this episode. Man, I oh man, looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with twenty four seven U S based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I, I almost broke into a story, but we don't have enough time for it because I had the funniest thing so. happen to me that's ever happened to me in court today as someone okay, got I dragged, mean, you, you agonizing. Can it in. You can squeeze it, it in. It that's really, right. it, it would take too long to tell. Let me just say someone tried to lie about why they weren't in court and we ended up getting an emergency room nurse practitioner on the line because what? this person was like, oh, I'm here at the emergency room. That's why I couldn't come to court, all that. And the emer- and so the judge is like, put her on the phone and get the nurse <laughs> practitioner on the phone. And this nurse practitioner is talking to us and, and like it's on the record volume up and the, everyone can hear in the court. And she goes, well, you know, when did, when did she get there? Cause she's been saying all morning, I've been at the hospital all night. She goes, well, she got here like 20 minutes ago. And the oh. defense attorney, who's a good friend of mine, great dude. I just see the pain in his eyes. He's like, Oh no. And then I hit the nurse practitioner turns to her with the volume still on the phone. She goes, Oh, so you, you have court today and you just came here as an excuse. Huh? And, like, oh. and the phone goes dead and there's silence for like 20 seconds in the courtroom and my good friend who we're just going to call him Mr. Smith the, the opposing sure. counsel <laughs> he goes there's just dead silence in the courtroom and I'm just sitting here because it's just dreadful tension because it's actually a pretty important case the judge had ordered her to be there personally like because I'm asking to proceed by default which means I win because you didn't show up which by the way kids show up to your court hearings because default is real you can can lose if you don't show up like any i get everything i'm asking for if you don't show up in most things not like a criminal case but but i digress and so there's silence in the court for like 20 seconds and the judge goes your honor and the judge yes mr smith your honor i'll, I'll be honest the record here is bad <laughs> and, <I'm just> like, <laughs> and the, re- the record here is bad and I'm sitting here just dying on the inside and he goes you know your honor I think one thing we can all agree on is that she is at the hospital right now <laughs> and I and had we to, have go, to take that into serious account moving forward in this count and just deadpan I think one thing we can all agree on she is at the hospital and I, I mean it your honor can we take a break please <laughs> Because I'm dying on the inside. And I we get out of there. I'm like, what is wrong with you? He's like, I didn't have anything else to say. What do you want me to say? She's obviously lying. What do you want from me? <laughs> and it was just, I, I just, oh, it was so funny. Just a, a defense attorney going, well, your honor, I, I, I understand. This, this is a bad record. This is a bad record we've got here. <laughs> anyway. Um, if you're going to do that, you've got to, like, make a stir fry and, oh. like, Take off like a fingertip or no, something, right? No, just right? run like, yourself over. Do something. Like actually you get gotta hurt. You gotta do you something. Yeah, you gotta have something. Your, yeah. I, Times so are where we promote self harm. Well, no. What, so what happened? What happened? This this do what you gotta do. No, so I my like worst like stupid scar. I'm looking at my thumb right now and remembering this fondly. I had a mandolin, not like the instrument, but the food instrument. You know, uh-huh. I was slicing some. Uh, baby carrots without the handguard on because i'm Ooh, a dumb person no, don't do that and, yeah no i won't again and this was many years ago um but it just took it just took a nice little a nice little chunk out of my thumb and it just went away it was just gone for it was just gone forever but at the very least you could be like oh yeah well that's very bad but i'm gonna go to the hospital now <laughs> like, you know i got i got that one i got like one play in my playbook there there you see so you could That'll do work. That. That'll work. Right? I yes, you you if you're actually hurt and you gotta go to the emergency room. But don't like, man, just just show up for court. Cause sometimes, you know what? You're just gonna lose. And just at least lose with some dignity. Cause that is like one tenth of the story. This was after like an hour of questioning over the phone as this lie just got dragged out. You ever see someone get caught in a lie and they are just going to hang on to the bitter end and like <laughs> everyone in the room knows they're lying and you just want to scream hey, just can, 
I can't go back. I can't go back yeah, to this world too late. called reality. Yeah, yeah, it's you're too in late. Too deep. So I, I know we got to talk about Bell because there's a lot of conversations to be had about you know what yes. should realistic expectations be. Can I just real quick point out that just now, as we are talking on Times Ours, Kalechi Asameli tweeted out a picture of him sitting on a workout bench with what looked like, I don't know how heavy those dumbbells are next to him, with braces on both legs, clearly having just gotten done working out his upper body. And then the next thing is a caption that says, no excuses. Kalechi Asameli is more of a man in one finger than I am in my entire body. That dude is hardcore. Where is this? Is this a, a, where is where are you? It just got it t- got tweeted out by Arrowhead Live. The, he he must have put it on his uh, it his Instagram? Instagram or something. That's yeah, awesome. he, oh, hold on, Instagram. Man, I'm following. Big, I'm here for it. He is a big dude too. Yeah, this I, is on his Instagram story right now. Who yeah, that's, just? Uh, who just? That's it's like, oh, I know I tore tendons in both legs, but you know what I had to do? I had to go get swole at the gym. Holy cow. <laughs> He's got, those are some big braces too, my they, God. And for the record, Andy Reid today wouldn't say that he was out for the year. We, we still man. don't know what the tendons are, but it seems impossible. This all, right. what I'm looking at right now also seems impossible though. Yeah, there's I, lots. Look, yeah. Look, what, what these guys do, and this is, just, this is a great reminder. What these guys do, and I also have to remind myself from time to time, what these guys do is 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 truly just like awe striking. Like, yeah, to play in the NFL on any level, whether it's one snap or you're Patrick Mahomes. Like, what these guys have to do is just, I mean, it's a, it's absurd and it's 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 really mind boggling. Um, and we should, as humans, just appreciate it more because mm-hmm. um, I don't know if Osimile is going to play this year. Like, I like I've reported that you know the team was pretty fearful that hey the season might be over. But the fact that he's even doing this, doing this now, just just yeah. gives you an idea, gives you a great indication of what it takes to be at the very, very top percentile of like your industry, um, what it takes to be there, and even the mindset you have to have moving forward. So, um, hey, I, I hope at some point he does play again because we never hope for anybody's career to end on a non-contact injury um, when they were really writing an, an interesting chapter to their career already. Um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a great reminder, like Seth mentioned. I mean, these guys, these guys are human and they're not at the same time compared to <laughs> right. like the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. They, they're just, it's, it's that scene from, uh, Avengers, right? Where it's like, who's this dude? This isn't a dude. You're a dude. This is a man. That's how I feel. Every time I see any NFL player is I'm like, no, I- that that's a man. I'm a dude. I was gonna say they're human being dead like dead serious. My my comp was going to be they're human beings in the same way that Steve Rogers is still a human being after he gets that serum. <laughs> he, that's a human being in there. Yeah. But like it's but human, like also kind of not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that, All the same faculties and everything as a human being and the same emotions and feelings as a human being, but physically, like they're like a human being. XS Max, you know they're the human being plus. <laughs> yep, you're you're not wrong, my friend. Human being and then some. Anyway, <laughs> why don't you talk about Le'Veon Bell some, Seth? This show's been pretty weird. Absolutely, it has been so far. So here's the deal: there's a lot of conversations about Le'Veon Bell. First things first, we have no idea what he brings to the table. We we need to have reasonable expectations. He's younger than Lashawn McCoy was. Yep, and Lashawn McCoy didn't work out. But here's something: because McCoy didn't end well, he's also one year older than DeAndre Washington, which is just something that seems impossible, but is true. Yeah, one year older than Washington. That's that's real. I did not know that. Um, know, that's weird. Something to think about with Lashawn McCoy: he ultimately ended up getting sat because of fumbles, right? I mean, that's it. Yes. Because that's something Andy Reid does not tolerate. And 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 he kind of lost a little bit of his burst yep, through the he, line. He had lost some of his speed, but you know what? They needed – someone said it this way, and I thought it was said really well. They needed every bit that LaShawn McCoy did give. Like, they yeah. needed some of the Early plays the year, he made. Yes. He, he helped them win some games. And so mm-hmm. even if it's just that where it's like, oh, he's going to help win a few games and then flame out, fine. But he's younger than McCoy, and you cannot judge a player. Like, Adam Gase has entered the zone – we're like, there's just no judgment there. The Draft Network did an article about all the players that have thrived post-Adam Gase. 
and legitimately, there's like 30 players listed in there, guys. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill's an elite quarterback when he's not playing yeah. under Adam Gase. <laughs> I mean, it's, Apparently. It's, it's, it's like, did Adam Gase... Like, I want to be fair to the man, but he used to coach Peyton Manning. And That's that, it. That's the end of the sentence, Nate. Okay. He used then to I'll, coach then Peyton I'll just, Manning. Then I'll, just, then I'll just shut up right there. Yeah. <laughs> And so, like I'm next sorry, gen, next that's gen. That's the answer to every Adam Gase question. How it, does this keep happening? It really is, and like little things, <gasps> like like I mean, they released a semi after some some contentious stuff about an injury. Who he's clearly a dude who's willing to tough things out. And mm-hmm. it's uh, I'm sorry, did I just hear something? <laughs> yes, that's okay. It's from me. Don't worry. Oh, okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop worrying about it. Um, Can I recognize forward. Trump's voice in one syllable? Was that <laughs> I what think, I heard? Just I then? think I, I heard think, jail. Think, oh, why are you too. doing this to yourself, Nate? Um, <laughs> you know. But, but I just I, clicked the I clicked the wrong button. Man, it yeah, happens. Uh, you. Can, so it was I, from a candidate who we all know. <laughs> I, I just tell you. <laughs> You couldn't pay me enough money to watch. Well, you know what? I'm not even going to. Anyway, so the thing with Le'Veon Bell, next-gen stats, I'm writing about him right now for the Chief of the North newsletter, kind of breaking down, you know, what what he might add and what he might not. A couple things. One, he's very, very, very unlikely to take the running back one spot from Clyde. Like, by very, very unlikely, I mean, like, eh, he'd have to blow him out of the water, right? Two, they need snaps. Everyone, some people, some smart people – have talked about and Nate, you talked about this heading into the season. The plan was to have Damian Williams and Clyde yes. split the snaps, mm-hmm. maybe yes. not necessarily 50 50, right. but not terribly far off. There, there was then, going to be, there was, there was going to be like if the year played out the way we normally would without a pandemic, and again, uh, we, we hope that everything's going well with Damian Williams's mother, um, as to the reason as to why he he opted out. But like if this was a normal year, um, there would have been a slow, like, hey, 65-35. Then when it got to 50-50 by midway point of the season, Damian Williams has dealt with injuries before. Maybe that would have accelerated some of these snaps for, yep. you know, Clyde was a layer. And then yep. there would have been an easy transfer in January as to, like, Clyde's getting most of the snaps. But, you know, Damian is as healthy as he was, you know, last year based on the number of snaps. And that, you know, they're both going to be at their peaks hopefully, in Andy Reid's offense come January when, of course, he starts showing things that he hadn't shown all season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that was the plan, and now they get to do this with, with, with Le'Veon Bell in a lot of ways. Absolutely. And th- this, there's something worth noting here for people that, that are just like, well, why would they do this? What does it say about Clyde? Something to keep in mind, Clyde has played about 65% of the snaps. You're talking 45% of the snaps, unless you're talking you know, completely empty sets, have gone to Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams has taken over a, a little bit over the, a quarter of the snaps. Yeah. Right? And a Dar- lot a lot of third downs. I think we made yep. a lot of third week. downs. A Le'Veon lot of Bell, third downs. Le'Veon Bell can do pass protection. Yeah. Like, and he's also he's also a better I kind of like Daryl Williams low key still. Yeah. But uh obviously uh, I liked what he was doing last year better than what he did so far this year. Anyway, to that point, uh Le'Veon Bell can pass protect and he's a better third down running back than Daryl Williams. By it's, all the other, all the other metrics. By and stuff. every, by every single measure that we know of, unless he's completely yeah. washed, and I don't think he is. I'm looking at a little bit of the film. This year, he's been hurt, except for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and he looks a little thinner than he did last year. He's admitted he got a little. He look, dude got paid, and then he was a jet. Like, what was he gonna play for? Let's be honest here. <laughs> let's be honest for one ah! second here. Let me let's be honest for one second. Wow. Let's say you work for a company. You you come into a company, you left a very successful company, got offered a ton of money to join this other company. You walk in there and you immediately see no matter what I do, this company is going nowhere. You cannot tell me you would work your hardest at that job. There's like 1% of people in the world that would. Like Patrick Mahomes is built that way, right? He is just like he would he would just give it everything. <laughs> he did it at Texas Tech. He did yeah. it at Texas Tech. He did it at so Texas you know Tech. True. He would give it everything yeah. he had. I wouldn't. And I'm okay admitting that. Because I'd be like, also, Seth, his boss didn't want him there. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you go in there, your boss that's is the, like. That, that's yeah. right. You keep forgetting yeah. all this. Like, my man showed up and like, yo, why is he here? And they're yeah. like, but yeah. dog, he's a good player. But yeah. why? But like, why is he here? I don't. Yeah. 
Yeah. I didn't. I, you you, you, you just with, got oh. here, sir. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> and so he had to deal with passive aggressive pot shots from a dude who's just like good. Like it's been quoted. Adam Gase goes out of his way to try not to interact with the players too much. Like it's <laughs> I. Oh, anyway, sorry. I mean, so, imagine um, like having to constantly imagine being at work and constantly having to deal with a bunch of passive aggressive pot shots from your peers and superiors. What is it? That what is that? A, a podcast about the Chiefs? <laughs> <laughs> Did I turn into Steve Spagnuolo at the end of that? What happened there? That, that was so what happened? Strange. What time is it? <laughs> yeah, that what was. time is it? What are, you, what are they doing? What is that? Times off a podcast on the Athletic? <laughs> oh, what day is it? Well, where's Maria? Maria. <laughs> <laughs> meatballs make the meatballs anyway so with regards to to bell that was the, not an italian thing she apparently the, makes incredible meatballs she does <laughs> lovely woman phenomenal woman just let me go full Stephen a incredible woman have i met her no <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so Le'Veon Bell, the snaps are Quick Trip there. just tweeted. Quick Trip just tweeted me and said, "Next time you have breaking news and Twitter is down, tell us so we can put it on our QT Kitchens menu screens." <laughs> oh, okay, the Quick Trip. That's the where top, the real. That's where the real message boards are. There, Josh. This is a top five day for me on Twitter. Yeah, what is going on? This is like the time when Tombstone Pizza replied to me. It was the best day oh. of my life. Still, love Quick Tombstone. Trip. Reach out, guys. Chief of the North newsletter needs a sponsor. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so with Bell, you're talking a quarter of the snaps of over a quarter of the snaps because Darwin Thompson for a while they tried to kind of give him that third down role and that role spelling Edwards Alaire. It it didn't work out well. Thompson still looks explosive. This probably he might not have long for the team. We'll see. But he fumbled. Washington's you know what also on the active roster right now. Oh yeah, now, Wa- okay, yeah. Washington's bigger, so yeah, yeah. Washington is is on the chopping block. I like Darwin Thompson. The fumble thing. Well, we all saw how many snaps he got the next game. That's just how it yep. goes. Um, the snaps are there. Edwards Alaire has taken sixty five percent of the snaps. So when everyone's saying, "Oh, this means they're going to run the ball more. Oh, this means they're going to change the offense," well, does it or does it mean instead of Daryl Williams? And Darwin Thompson, it'll be Le'Veon Bell. And if that's the case, that's a clear win. Additionally, right now, they've got Nick Kaiser taking snaps as an H-back. Maybe instead of Nick Kaiser lining up as an H-back, because they did that with their running backs last year. Had them run back, run, line up as H-backs off a little bit off the line, which it's like basically a modified tight end, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone who listens to our podcast knows that, but like you're talking yes, a tight yeah. end just mm-hmm. a little bit off the line. And you can run some creative stuff with them. I wonder if a guy who's a good-sized running back who runs tremendous routes might be good there. So there's things you can do here. You just got to make sure you don't become addicted to the run game. I think we can all agree on that. I mean, we all remember yep. me last week sacrificing myself on the altar of dunkiness <laughs> and yes. and saying we still want them to throw the ball 75-80% of the time. But now instead on, on, on third down with maybe Clyde not being in there, giving him a breather or whatever, now it's Le'Veon Bell and not Daryl Williams. That's a clear when you add talent where you can unless he's completely washed and if he is you know what nothing lost it, it's 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 the definition of a low risk move i love yeah. it it's like when LaShawn mccoy started off all right looked pretty good for a while started to flame out it didn't cost him anything it's all it's all gravy they're playing with house money right now yeah so for the salary cap purposes if anybody was wondering the chiefs mm-hmm. entered today with 6.7 million dollars in cap room uh, I am assuming that Le'Veon Bell is taking most, if not all, of that. Uh, Oof. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask if you got a number in mind. Like, I, like, like the the numbers Woo. for whatever reason, the numbers haven't come Woo. out. Clearly, I've asked. Um, but 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 look, like this is this is the cost of doing business, right? Again, we we may we will get the numbers at some point. Um, I have not gotten that that number of information yet. I'm I'm still gonna ask around even after we're done recording, of course. But like, it's six one seven. Look, no matter what it is, that that's the number that they had to play with today. So, um, look on over the cap and look who's making six million. Is that person Le'Veon Bell or not? You know, worthy. So, so like that's kind of how you have to, you know, use that reference of mine. The Chiefs can still make a move or two, of course, based on uh, guys who are injured, guys who may be lost for the season. Obviously, you don't want that to happen. But like, there's still room to be played with. But they didn't have a ton to start today, comparative to like you know the Dolphins. So. Um, 6.75 was on the, 
uh, NFL Players Association's salary cap report uh, to reporters so that we can all keep, you know, good accounting records. And so I'm assuming Bell took a majority of that chunk. I I don't like that very much. I don't know. Like six mil? Seth. Seth, Seth, do you think like so? Here's a, th- a couple of things. One is that I again, think what it's, Seth said. I haven't, I have not confirmed this yet. I just know mm-hmm. it, it like it, nothing in six point seven or down will surprise me based on everything I've right. understood so far. This is what I'm so, saying. Maybe I should have led with that. They have six point seven available before today started, or as today started, mm-hmm. I should say. Um, if they use all of that, majority of it, a little more than half, like nothing would surprise me. So. I mean, I think so. From from Seth, kind of from your angle of if he's here to be an upgrade over Darrell Williams, eventually there's a price at which that's not money well spent. I don't know where you want to put that number, um, but I would I would have probably I would have probably started it like maybe three, and then started kind of wiggling around in that space. Like m- the majority of the six and a half or so, uh, that would. Be a surprise to me. You you also have to remember, uh, Le'Veon Bell has uh, wanted to get as much money as physically possible since he for left, sure since he left the the Pittsburgh Steelers for and, sure. And, and I don't fault him for that. I do think that definitely you know what we talked about in terms of narratives and stuff. I'm sure Miami offered him more money, maybe a couple extra years. I, I don't even know. I would say, like, if they paid him, like, $6 million this year, that does get me a little more like, eh. But the one thing for me is, like, people talk about opportunity cost. I don't see a player coming available that they wouldn't be able to make cap space for if they wanted to make it work, right? They've demonstrated they could do that. I think it's just about rolling money over. Honestly. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's probably more long-term view at that point. Right. Because I, I think that's fair. Also, yeah. LaShawn McCoy made $3 million from the Chiefs last year. So, right. I, maybe... Maybe that number should start at four or more. For yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's definitely fair. It's 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 more than I would have liked to have paid, but it does, you know, midseason, because everyone talks about opportunity cost, and that's where, like, Josh, where you and I will, like, disagree about, like, first-round pick and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, because you're happy Clyde Edwards-Alaire is on the team. You just wish that, like, they could have drafted him in, like, the third or fourth round because of opportunity cost, right? And sure. it's, yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing with money. And so the the thing I would say is there's probably more of an opportunity cost with the draft pick than with, at this point in the year at least, $6 million. Um, And even, again, steeper than I'd like to go. But, like, $6 million this time of year is a little bit different. Like, the rollover is going to matter. I'm becoming more and more certain, given how things are going, I think they're going to pull it off. Like, have a full season. And at least where, you know, you know, knock on wood, fingers crossed, but you see they, they really do like, they're willing to be more adaptive than I thought they were in terms of the schedule and TV revenue. If that stays relatively the same or even goes up a little, because, you know, all of a sudden we got, you know, football on Tuesdays and football on Wednesdays and football on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We might not see that salary cap get quite as affected as we thought, which wouldn't that just be pleasant? So yeah. I'm not thrilled about it if it's a large amount, but I do like them adding talent. And here's the other part of this. We don't know. He is only – so he's 28, man. I did not realize he's that young. Yeah, and it's, you also crazy. consider he, that with the, with the finances too. He's not 30. Yeah. Yeah, he is, yep. and he is in a contract year. And if we right. know one thing about Le'Veon Bell, the dude likes to get paid. And I'm just mm-hmm. trying to remember. Oh, I'm so bad at memory. What is the contract year? It's unfatigable. Undisputed. It's, it's, it's undisputed, undisputed on Fox Sports <laughs> 1. <laughs> it's something. But it, hey, I mean. Hey, 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 sir. Hey, sir. <laughs> It's Therese. It's Therese, okay? Look, look, listen, listen. The contract year is undefeated, dog. It's undefeated. Contracts. You talking about a contract year for a running back? It's undefeated, man. How long have you been hiding your Therese? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, look. Most of our listeners had to have heard Therese, so you're not surprised. Oh, dude, that was scary. (laughs) That was easily your best impression, and I am yeah. shook yeah. up. Yeah. Look, look, hey, hey, 
I love Therese. <laughs> big Therese reason is- why big reason why a lot of us are here, including me. Uh you, yeah. should, you guys should really listen to like the Yahoo NFL podcast. It's, yes. it's phenomenal between they, they are, and it's Charles what I Robinson. don't miss. I don't, I don't, I don't play that card a lot because like it is one of my best ones. Uh, I, I get, you know, obviously a lot of people um, see me and say nine routes, and I get it, love it, love this guy. Like, you know, and a lot of people like there was one person today or yet a couple of days ago who were like when I say the word maybe, maybe, um, they mentioned that on Twitter, and I got, I got a chuckle out of that as well. But yeah, man, um, Therese is always right when it comes to the contract year, particularly someone who's motivated um so <laughs> yes i'm motivated I first... look, 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 look i'm motivated <laughs> levion bill in a contract year i i i don't know if your first word was hey or look or whatever you got a <laughs> syllable into that impression and i had to throw myself away from the microphone oh. <laughs> It I was, I thought he was on the call. <laughs> yeah. was no, that was amazing. You might as well yes. have just, I mean, and I can't do it, but you might as well just, yes, sir, yes, sir. And just like, <laughs> I was like, yes. I, I did not know you had that in you. Can we legally put him like on the podcast, like as a host now, do you think? <laughs> I, just since you've got such a good impression. I mean, I, I, I can text him. <laughs> you, you need to tell him to, we got it. Once this comes out. If if, they, if if I I've never asked for anything. I'm kidding. I ask for things all the time. I'm actually kind of a demanding friend. But you guys know this. I would just love if the clip from this episode were that, <laughs> and, and we could say, "Hey, special guest spot on Times Hours," and we'll tag to resonate who is a who's a genuinely good dude, who was giving me advice on things back when I was. Just the, like the we're Mike literally DeVito of the media world, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. The Mike, look, Mike's a good dude, all right. Um, anyway, I, I so I, the the thing with Bell, there's a chance, and this is where it comes. You know, running backs don't necessarily move the needle all that much. I get that, but there is a chance that they added an elite player with virtually no risk as a rental on a year they're trying to run it back. And I, that's exciting. And this dude's going to be motivated. And he's obviously, he's coming in on a one-year deal. So it's not like, you know, people talk about locker rooms and all that stuff. You know, look, this is Patrick Mahomes' locker room. Like, no one's walking into that locker room and having more sway than yep. the MVP, Super Bowl MVP, half a billion dollar man. No yep. one. Mm-hmm. Like, if Mahomes, everyone on that team, is subject to Mahomes walking into Brett Veach's office and saying that dude needs to be gone and being gone. No one. Literally no one. Mm-hmm. Like maybe besides Andy Reid. <laughs> and even then, <laughs> yeah. it's a conversation. Although I don't think Brett Veach can fire Andy Reid. Well, l- let me rephrase that. There is no way that Brett Veach can fire Andy Reid. But uh, so there's no locker room concern for me there. I think it's a good move, low risk, potentially pretty solid reward. Not like, you know, it's not like they're, you know, getting Julio Jones or maybe a more impact position, mm-hmm. but they can do some fun things with him. And the, and the snaps are already there for him to take over. The one, a, a, a kind of a quick, slightly zoomed out thing, because I imagine some people are kind of wondering about it. I mean, you mentioned like the snaps that are available there, Seth. And I think that tracks, I think saying, yeah, it's not, they didn't add Julio Jones there are limitations of improving your number two running back position. We are spending way more time on this because it's Le'Veon Bell yes. than, than that would typically um, deserve, which I think is totally fine, by the way. And I, I just did an hour of like emergency live radio before we did this podcast. And I, I've tried to make this as clear as possible because I know everyone listening to this knows how I feel about the running back position, generally speaking. I do not want to take anybody's fun on this one. Le'Veon, if you said... Who's the running back over the last close to 10 years you've most enjoyed watching? My mm. answer would be Jamal mm. Charles, Le'Veon Bell. No kidding. Like, that would literally... It's so it's crazy for a running back's patience to be, like, basically a Madden stat that you can see. Like, you can mm-hmm. see that happen in real time. I'm tremendous, I've been tremendously impressed by him as a running back for a long time. Yeah, the, and, and, and he's a great cash passer. He's a... He's a or, yeah, yeah. catcher, yes. He's, he's great catcher for right. football. You, yeah, you're I, like plus fifty in this episode already. You can t- you can miss one shot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, and he fits with all of this. The one the one thing I also don't care to make this about Clyde Edwards-Alaire because I don't think it is. Uh, and I mean, you guys mentioned earlier the Damian Williams thing. 
all of that I think is super relevant. The one the one thing that I just want I'm, I'm gonna poke at ever so slightly as an example is that like specifically Le'Veon Bell has not been available on a one-year deal, but you do see stuff like this happen with running backs on a relatively regular basis. And then the guys that replace them usually also perform about like they do. So it was Le'Veon Bell leaving Pittsburgh, James Conner playing well. It's him going to New York and not fixing New York's offense, even though they paid him a lot of money. The Jags cut Leonard Fournette. James Robinson steps in. Who is he? I'm still not sure. He went to Illinois State. James Robinson looks great. Like, that that sort of running back carousel sort of thing is back to the main reason of like, hey, I wouldn't draft a running back in the first round, like ever, I don't think. Um, I would always be more interested in, in that pick going to more valuable position, even if I think that player is a high upgrade. I think we're just seeing here with him bringing in Le'Veon Bell, like you you can keep adding at, at lower overall opportunity costs, to your point earlier, Seth, however much money it ends up being, that cash for a one-year deal here starting in week six or whatever, um, that is a lower cost by a large margin than a, a first-round draft pick and a rookie contract that comes with it, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not trying to make this in any way a large-scale indictment of Clyde or like, Brett Veach is already out on Clyde. He says it's a bad pick. I'm, I'm not trying to say any of that at all, but I do think that this is you know, illustrative of how, of how the running back position can be can be tweaked or not upgraded and, and maneuvered around um, without costing draft capital and still getting unbelievably talented players to do that. Yep, and I will say this too. You always have to think, and Eric Benamy has been pretty honest about this because he was a former NFL running back. Mm-hmm. Running backs get hurt. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. something that you always have to consider. The depth and the versatility that you have to have at the running back position, particularly when you know um, you're going to play more than 16 games, mm-hmm. um, has to become a factor. So it's that that Josh said very well, plus the idea of what if Clyde Edwards got hurt? Mm-hmm. Legit, It's a legitimate question. You would not want that to happen, um, but it can happen. Like running backs take a lot of hits. <laughs> like they just take hits. It's unfortunate. But you need to be really have a nice depth at that position. We have not seen DeAndre Washington yet in this offense. He's obviously still learning. Similar in a way that, you know, gives me some questions about Ricky Seals Jones, too, because they both came on at the same mm-hmm. time. They have not made their debuts yet. Um, we've already mentioned Darwin with the fumble problem. And Daryl has been all right, but like yeah. any more than all right if you want to win the Super Bowl. So it's 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 you know, it's giving yourself some level of insurance too that hey, if Le'Veon Bell, you know, goes down. We still have Clyde. If Clyde goes down, you still have Le'Veon Bell. And then the last point I would make is one of the reasons why this podcast is so fun and so witty and nutty and God knows whatever else words you want to describe us is because we actually like doing this. Um, Mm -hmm. Football players at this high of a level need to actually like playing football. (laughs) Like, so it is a boost to the locker room that I don't know you can measure right now. Hmm. But the locker room is juiced. That is the word I can use based on this decision that Andy Reid and Brett Veach have sealed and stamped approved a talented player that can help them win, that can make their jobs fun. You don't think about the NFL in like the fun league category. Like, hey, is it just fun to go do practice? Is it fun to like communicate? Is it fun to learn from somebody? Is it fun to like want to, I don't know, sacrifice your body for the person next to you. Um, I don't know if you can ask all those questions to the New York Jets, but you can, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's a there's a difference, y'all, between that mm-hmm. and what Le'Veon Bell is entering. And mm-hmm. so he's coming to a place where the Chiefs obviously want to perform well, but they're going to show him things in practice, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That should motivate him to ball yeah. out. Yes. Yeah. And Patrick you can't, Mahomes, you just can't measure that. Pat, and then also, I mean, we've seen people like, even though like it didn't work out with like Darren Lee last year, I remember him tweeting like when people were talking about Mahomes, he was, and he tweeted out, he's like, I didn't believe it before I came here. But it's like, like, I don't remember what his follow up was. I think it was like an expletive or something, but it was like, like he didn't believe it until he saw it like live. And I mean, playing with Mahomes, that's got to be a motivator. And then Mahomes yeah. tweeted an evil Winston smile from New Girl. 
after they signed Bell. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's stoked. This is going to be great. I'm excited. Um, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's there's just really no risk here. Worst case scenario is, ah, eh, you know, they lost a little money in the salary cap at a time where it didn't really cost them anything to like spend the money. That's your worst case scenario. There is it doesn't move the needle at all. I think that that. I, it would be a bummer, right? Like the idea that, because again, I think going back to like, yeah, that Le'Veon Bell's not gonna, he's not gonna fix the problems we've seen from the run game through this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I think, like, I do think there's an argument that I've seen pop up on Twitter also. It's like, well, if he's not gonna fix it, then why, why do it? Um, and also, I guess if you wanted to keep an eye out for other places to use that cap space, I, I don't know if a guard is gonna be available. Yeah, the, you know, the, I mean, the issue is a guard's not available. Like. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if a, I don't know if a Wozniewski is is there right now, um, which was why they made the move kind of out of desperation, kind of cut because they thought he could be effective. What's Kalecho Simley? That that's why they like oh mm-hmm. Laurent Duvernay's not playing this year. Hold, get get mm-hmm. on the phones. <laughs> get on the phones. Like mm-hmm. they could have they could have taken the first guard off the board in the draft at thirty two. I think it was a relatively weak interior lineman draft. I know the uh, Cesar Ruiz went like twenty went twenty four. Yeah. So and he's yeah, and he's I don't been know if that's a good argument or not. He's been but it's just very much you know he's been similar to Clyde. It's like high points. Mm. Nah. Robert, what's Robert Hunt doing? He was the first guard. He went thir- at pick 39 to the Dolphins. Is he playing? Let's find out about Robert Hunt. <laughs> he's played five games, I, started one of them. I bet he's I, great. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end the show. We'll end the show on that also. Um, oh, Bills. Seth, the Bills game. <laughs> oh, the Bills game. Chiefs are going to lose by 400 points at least. The Raiders exposed them. The league's figured out Patrick Mahomes. It's all over, fellas. There. Nate, Nate, the Bills game, quick. Josh Allen, 800 yards, six touchdowns, no turnovers. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, uh, Chiefs Chiefs 34, Bills nothing. That's it. Oh, no. Oh, what I the crap it. is the oh, matter with you? Oh, damn it. I ruined it. Oh, dang. Oh, the Chiefs are 4 and 2. Oh, shucks.